Welcome to a special edition of Drew's Sports Crew, a fantasy football, like a little live draft show. We got a mix of everything here. It's like a grab bag episode. We got it all. We did this for fantasy baseball. If you remember back in, was that already late March? I mean, we did that. We had a bunch of listeners on. Kind of a different version of it here. So you already see someone like, who's this Alex guy? I mean, we'll get to that. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm joined here by... Zach Roush of Journey to a Million. Zach is his $20 listener league that we had going on. My $5 one with Jared, that one already took place. Zach's got his $20 listener league draft at 7 o'clock. We're live here right at 6.45 p.m. So, Zach, how are you doing here on this on this uh, Monday night, Labor Day night? Are you ready for your draft? I did get the draft underway. Yeah, Just and we are joined my, by uh, my board right now. So, Oh. Late minute planning here. We are joined by a listener. He's been on the show before. He joined me on a couple Monday episodes here. Alex Trowbridge, of you know, he's a member of the listener league. He's part of the fantasy baseball league. Alex, how are you doing here yeah. on this Monday night? Are you ready to dominate this league? I mean, yeah, that's the plan. Right, here Usually we go. Going into drafts, it's a lot more confidence than when you're done with them. That's how it always is. I guess so. Like picks wise, right now, are, who are you guys targeting? Where you at right now? Is there anyone like you're looking at can, that we can disclose? I know you might not want to disclose everything here, but um, I cannot so disclose. Bro, I can't disclose. You know, yeah, I, I wouldn't disclose if I was Zach. But um, I mean, obviously, I'm hoping Taylor falls. But if not, probably Henry. So Zach didn't send the draft orders. So unfortunately, I can't really share. But Zach, if you could please so, enlighten myself. The draft order goes. Oh, hold on, one minute here. So, Mikey Johannik is going to be first. Then we got Alex. Then we got um, Luke from ZLM at three. Zoe from ZLM at four. Um, Caden is going to be five. I am six. Dustin seven. Uh, Diazin, right? Yep, yep. Diazin NFL. Diaz. Diazin NFL is going to be eight. Um, Max is nine, Johnny Tim is 10, Sanders 11, and Justin 12. So we have a great group there. A lot of those guys, you know, big fantasy football players, a lot of them listeners. So, again, thank you to all of them, all of you guys, for coming into the league. We appreciate it. Of course, we got two 12 team leagues this year. We had a 16 team last year, two 12 teams this year. We're gonna do three 12 teams next year. We'll wait and see how that rolls, but. Look, it's going to be exciting. So, I guess going ADP-wise, I mean, there's been a lot of risers and fallers as of late, so that's kind of the story I want to really talk about here first with you guys, you know, while we get this pre-draft underway, just to keep in mind, you know, because we're going sleeper ADP, right? I, I know they did a recent update, but still that recent update might might mess a little bit of things up, too. I mean, some guys might be getting pushed up too much. Like Damian Pierce, I guess I want to hear... That's kind of the first guy I wanted to talk about. Are you guys buying in the Damian Pierce hype train? Is it too much hype right now? Where's he going think, at right now? So um, he, he I'll, I'll get it to you right now. Um, right now he's going as RB27. So he's going with AJ Dillon right there. He is going with uh, Kareem Hunt. I mean, he, Devin Singletary, Rashad Penny. He's going ahead of those guys. Is that, is that a fair range? I'd say that's good. Good place for him. Yeah, I like I like it there. 
I'd probably pick him over Dylan and then because he just has more upside than some of those guys. Most of those are handcuffs. Yeah, so I, I don't know when, when these last were updated, though, is the thing. Um, yeah. But looking also because we're using Fantasy Pros ADP as always. This still shows Chase Edmonds at RB35 and Ramadre at RB36. So those two, are you taking Edmonds over Pierce? Probably not. I think them two are close. I think I'm taking Edmonds over Pierce, and that just might be me too high on Edmonds. I'm not Jared high on Edmonds. Um, Jared in a standard league uh, took <laughs> fourth Chase round Edmonds. standard league pick. Fourth round. You know, I'm all for bold picks, but you think DJ Moore is available there? Sorry, I hate to bring up DJ Moore again, but most likely, I, yeah. I feel like yeah, it probably was. not, and not even just Moore. I feel like there would have been better. We, we talked to Jared about his draft there. We'll let him defend himself on Journey a Million. We're doing a live best ball draft in the next episode. But just looking at these this or that's, I really want to hammer home some more of these ADP, you know, risers and guys. So here's here's one. Michael Carter or James Robinson? Who, who would you rather have? I think PPR, Michael Carter, but if it's standard, James <sighs> Come Robinson. On. That's the easy I think answer. Both Zach. Michael Carter. Both Carter over him. Okay, that's yeah. fair. How about this one? Kenneth Gainwell, Naeem Hines. And we'll say it's PPR. Naeem Hines. Yeah, Hines. Hines. Okay. There we go. Um, now we're going to do a little. So, like, these are like last pick ones I want to throw at you guys Isaiah Pacheco or Zamir White? Pacheco. Uh, I, I got to ask the tough questions here pre-draft. I'm going to go Zamir White. Okay. I think yeah, he's no. going to have a larger, like, week one role. Yeah, I feel like – so I'll talk a little later in this show. So I did a, a keeper auction draft uh, a few nights ago. Very pleased with how it went, which I'll get to. I was able to get Zamir White for a dollar. You can keep – right now it sounds like you can keep any player for – the amount you got them for uh, year one, and then it goes up $5 each year. So right now I could potentially keep Zamir White you know, next year. I got Deshaun Watson for a dollar as well. I don't know if they're going to change the rules, but I, I right now I did very well. If the rules are staying the same, hopefully they stay the same. i got to clarify that. But I have some more draft day dilemmas here before we go into you know, your, your guys' draft. There's a lot of... A lot of questions that need to be answered, and we're going to stick to the PPR ones here. So here's one. Deontay Johnson, Terry McLaurin. This is one that I always struggle with. Terry. Oof. By a mile. Really? I Yeah. I'll say mine's That's Deontay, tough. but I'll, I'll talk about why. That's tough. Um, I'm going to go with – I'll go with Deontay just because I think that offense will be a little bit better. Alex, let's hear. Okay, let's hear your defense first. Here, you like Carson Wentz more than Mitch Trubisky? Is that is that enough for you, or do you like it more than that? Or uh, that's not exactly how I'm thinking about it. I mean, they're both the same tier of quarterback, but you think of Terry. This is definitely the best quarterback he's had for his yeah. career. And Carson Wentz is actually a pretty good deep ball thrower. Uh, he was pretty high on deep ball percent or deep ball accuracy last year. If you look at the, in, if you look in depth into it and Terry likes to run those deep routes. So 
home okay. run hitter right there. So we're looking up. That is fair. I for me, this might be. I'm looking. I think Jahan Dotson's gonna have a bigger than George Pickens, even though I, we saw what Pickens has done. I just, I still like Dotson year one. I mean, he's still one of my favorite guys. I mean, I, I know Traylon Brooks got a lot of hype for like how he's gonna be a year one performer, but based on what we heard out of Titans camp right now and other you know reports that like it doesn't sound like it sounds like it's gonna be more of um, I mean we're not gonna see we're more Robert Woods is kind of like what it sounds like than then Traylon Burks is, is what I'm at least am interpreting it as. So I really do. I think I take Deontay Johnson, but again, it is close. Both those guys are in similar situations, very talented receivers with not so great quarterback and a not so great offense, but should command a high target share. So that was one there. I got another one here. So it's Brandon cooks or Cortland Sutton is the dilemma for some people. My answer, I think it's pretty easy, but I want to hear, I'll start with you, Zach. Corlin Sutton. I'll take him just because his upside is way higher. Sutton for me. Yeah. Good, Sutton. good. I want to make sure we were all on the same page here. So Darnell Mooney or Rashad Bateman is this one. What do we think about that one? Alex, I'll start with you. Uh, Probably Rashad Bateman. I'd take Bateman too. I'd go Mooney. Ooh, I, it's the target share for me. It, it is which might sound something because he's going to be, he's n- number one guy for sure targets in that offense. I know Bateman's in a similar story, but I don't know how much Baltimore is going to run. And then you might say, well, Bateman has a lot more like, touchdown upside. And that bears offense is terrible. I was just about to say the yeah. offense. Justin is- Fields is going to get killed this year. I mean, well, we Darnell Mooney was praising so. Justin Mooney yeah. or just, not just Justin Fields. Darnell Mooney was praising Justin Fields um, was the report. So, you know what? Um, there you go. Not saying that means everything, but I do think Mooney is still, he has the upside in PPR to get the receptions. I do agree though. Bateman does have more touchdown upside. So for sure standard, I would go Bateman, but Mooney, I'd say in PPR. So maybe I could say it like that. All right. We're going to go to some more sleeper receivers. Your draft starts in five minutes. Here's one. Rondell Moore, the Arizona Cardinals. Or Devontae Parker of the New England Patriots. Is this a dilemma that people are really having? I don't know. But I want to know. Those are both guys who I'm like, ooh, which one do I want to have? I'm not sure. Zach, I'll go to you. Um, I'll take Rondell Moore. Really? I'd take Devontae Parker. I feel like he's just got way more upside. We've seen Devontae Parker perform well in fantasy in the past. Like, we haven't seen anything from Rondell Moore yet. I think the Patriots are still going to be a very run-heavy team, though. So I, I know That's the Cardinals fair, yeah. do that as well. But um, I guess Parker's had some injury issues as well, so I think Moore is going to be yeah. available more often than not. Where Parker, you really don't know how that's going to happen. And then the Patriots also have – they got Hunter Henry. They got John Smith. They got Jacoby Myers. There's just there's so many options. Yeah, that's fair, too. So I believe I, the average depth of targets, like the A dot, that stat, I want to just verify. But I believe Moore uh, was like under one last yeah, year, isn't it? Thank. Yep, that's exactly what I was well, gonna say. He had one game is like he had eleven <laughs> catches, I think, for like fifty yards. He is yeah. is bad. Like that's where with him, it's the the I mean, big he, play. He's still is not favored to. Leave. He's still favored to have like the Christian Kirk role, isn't he? 
Yeah, and then that's kind of, I mean, if you're looking upside, that's kind of what you're looking at. I, he's more of an attractive dynasty asset, of course, than what you'd see yeah. in a redraft kind of setting. But he, I mean, he's going still, like the last two rounds. That's what I was going to say. He's a guy, yeah. last pick, maybe, maybe is what I'd say. And the reason I, I'd go with him is with Hopkins being out those first few games, I like DJ Chark, you know, with Detroit potentially. It depends on how big your league is. First few games without Jameson Williams could be something. Maybe I'm looking too much into that. And Amonra, I like Rondell Moore potentially without uh, DeAndre Hopkins in that offense. I again, this is like this might even be a 14, 16 team dilemma that we're really having here, but still could be valuable. I'd say, um, you know, Rondell Moore in some leagues is actually getting like undrafted. He's he's going undrafted in a lot of them. Yeah. Um, we actually just had one sent in here by a listener, so we're going to move to that right away. Here it is. Elijah Moore, Allen Robinson, week one PPR. So that's looking at matchups here. I guess let's Jets go to it. So, yeah. So yeah. Jets and Ravens, and then, of course, it's it's the week Bills, yeah, and, Rams, Bills and Rams week, week, week one. Ooh. So that though, that's, a, that's a good dilemma there, Kevin. We appreciate you sending it in here. So Alex I'm taking Allen Robinson. Oh, oh well, thank you, Zach. Zach's tackling oh. it for us right away. Allen Robinson, <laughs> Thursday night. You're going with him. Alex, I'll pass it to you. Who are you taking? I would definitely go with Allen Robinson as well. That's gonna be Al- a shootout. That's what Allen, we're expecting yeah. anyways. And you know what you're gonna get quarterback. Like Zach Wilson hasn't proven himself and um obviously Joe Flacco is past his prime. So you know what you're gonna get with Matthew Stafford, you know he's gonna be able to get to the ball to his receivers. Yeah, Zach hit it on the nose there. Allen Robinson looking you're, – you're looking at him. Looks, I know Stafford. Now we actually saw reports that with the elbow, it could be a problem the whole season is something. But Ooh. I still think – yeah, that's something that that's, kind of opened that, my eyes. Yeah, if Stafford's was, not playing, I would definitely go with Elijah Moore. Yeah. yeah and, I think it's something you have to watch, but currently I'd say Allen Robinson. Yeah, yeah I feel Kevin, like Elijah Moore is kind of quarterback-proof at this point. Here's the Elijah Moore um, thing here. I know Joe Flacco, but Jets will be throwing a lot from behind. That That is a valid yeah. argument there, but I still... Ravens have a very good secondary. So. Yeah, and my, my other concern true, is yeah. I feel like Robinson's a higher floor guy, basically, and I think I think yeah. we can all agree on that. Yeah. Um, you may, Maybe you could say Moore has, you know, like even, even in DFS, I'll say I'll use the floor ceiling analogy because I feel like it, when you're doing DFS – you still want to pair, or even this is like your season log league. If you're having a dilemma here, I still think if you look at a week by week basis, I just just look at look at your team, look at risk wise. Uh, can you afford to maybe chase some upside there with Elijah Moore? And you're saying if the Jets are throwing a lot from behind, which they certainly could be, are you willing to take that risk? Otherwise, Allen Robinson being that safe floor pick would probably be my approach. But again, it just depends. That's more of a case by case basis. Again, Kevin, appreciate the like. And appreciate you listening on here. These guys have a draft going on. Just started seven o'clock. He's underway. We got Zach seven or seven oh five. Alex will be heading out here. He's got more drafts to take care of. We'll be bringing on a new listener here in a little bit. We bring on, I believe, Mikey will be coming on or Caden, depending on who is available. But yeah, so that's Jonathan the game plan. Taylor, Derrick Henry to start. Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry first two. There we go. I was thinking about throwing in a best ball here tonight, but. Look, I mean, that answered Taylor going right away. I guess CMC is my question. How far are we going to see him fall on PPR for you guys? Three. He went three. There you go. My answer. Yeah. And then Jefferson. And, yeah. 
and we, we won't go pick by pick for your guys' draft, unfortunately, a lot of because that's just a lot of picks going in and out at a time. But I would love to hear who you guys are taking at your ADPs. Talk about it in the listener or in the chat with listeners. I guess um, I also wanted to just plug right now Journey to a Million. Um, I'll be re- again posting when we're going live the upcoming days. We're going to be doing a lot of great stuff on there. There will be a draft. Zach's wearing the hat, so please check that hat out. I'm wearing the Drew Sports Crew one. Boom. See it? Awesome hats. $15. Going to want one. But that was just a side note. Wanted to talk about what we're going to be doing. I mean, we have a lot of great stuff planned. We'll be doing parlays with Thrive. We'll be doing, of course, the best ball stuff, You know, drafting our lineups. But also we'll be doing a little team draft thing, Zach. I want you to kind of. Floor is yours. Can talk about what the team draft component is going to be like. Yeah, so we're just going to uh, hold on. It's my pick here. Um, okay, so we're just going to take every week. We're going to take the Sunday day games. Um, we can pick Monday night games as well. Um, myself, Drew, Jared, we're each going to pick a team that we think is going to win. Um, we're picking five teams, so it'll be 15 teams total every time we get the winner correct we get a point and then at the end of the season we'll see you as the most correct there we go that's gonna be a lot of fun we also will be incorporating some listener parlays so alex would love to have you on there uh, like send us in some of your favorite lines you know we'll have you make you'll be a leg of the parlay we'll have of course other listeners send in their parlays it's a lot of fun we'll be t- we'll be doing what the listeners say hopefully mm-hmm. we can uh we can see how the listeners how how well they know the football but um Alex, what's the other draft you got going on at seven here? Um, it's my family league. Family, oh, though that is a rivalry one. You got one at seven fifteen as well. Is that the is that keeper one? Is that the ten team keeper? Yep. Very juice scoring, I should say. Oh yeah. So defenses, I believe, are. It. It's like thirty points if you shut a team out. Yeah. So your defenses, it's a defense premium, I believe. Also, there's volume bonuses. You get point per passing completion. Like you're looking for guys who are volume players. Like, like when I say like it's ultimate val- volume, I believe there's like a 50 touch or 50 yard receiving bonus. Like, is it like 10 points still, or is it three now or something? It's, I think it's three now because you made him change it. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I, I just, I, I gave some input, and you know, I, it, again, it's the commissioner's league; they can run it how they want, yeah. but just looking at you know maybe making things look more balanced but again you want the commissioner want a, a volume league where a lot of volume stats accrue a lot of points and that's how it is in that league so good luck in that one would love to see your team after as well zach uh who'd you take who did alex take in the first round um i took cooper cup what I pick Derek henry i want to hear again sorry you're seven zach i was six you were six alex you were three right Two. I don't know. I oh, okay. Two. So you got Henry at two, and then you got Cup at six. So you got arguably, you know, the top receiver in PPR, Zach, at number six. Did Jefferson go before him then at five? Jefferson went four. four. Eckler Jefferson, went five. Wow. Okay. I was hoping Kane was going to take Cup at five, and I was going to get Eckler. But any big surprises out. there so far in your draft that you guys want to highlight? No, no, not it's so far. Went one through seven on the rank so far, just in a little yeah. bit different. Order. Uh, Looks like we got a few, uh, few auto drafters. So, who are those oh, auto drafters? Dustin is on auto draft, and then it looks like uh, Diaz in NFL, and 
Johnny, Tim, and Justin are all Jeez. not online right now. So. so did the commissioner not send out reminders? I mean, the draft time's been set Sleeper for like yeah. over a week. Yeah, Sleeper sends them out like so the day the before. So the commissioner did not. Before, so. Wow. Commissioner is not doing his thing. All right, Alex. It's 7.05. I want to get you all prepped for your other draft. Thank you for coming on, on here. Yeah, thanks for having go. me. Of course. Have a good night, sir. Love to see your yep. teams again. Yeah, thanks for all your support. Yep. Have a good night, guys. Bye. All right, so now we just got us to here. We got another listener coming on in a little bit here, Zach. But um, while you're while you're drafting along here, I'll be talking. I think about. Um, I really want to talk more about best ball and auction. I think I'm gonna start with auction, and you can kind of throw in your input while we're while you're drafting yeah. here. But I know you're not. You're still opposed to auction, and I still I'm not gonna push it too hard on okay. you. But I wouldn't say I'm opposed to it. My, from my experience, everybody that every time I've done auction draft, um, like it's just been a random league with some people off of the NFL fantasy app, and we have like two or three people show up. So then those two teams are stacked, and everyone else is just kind of fighting for, I guess, just make a spot in the playoffs. So I guess I haven't had a good auction draft league that may change my opinion on it, but. Yeah, so you got to find, you're right. And the people you got to find, you got to find competitive people. We have guest number two here on the way. Um, so we'll actually just hold that conversation, hold that, that thought right now. We got Mikey on here. Mikey Ohana, he's in the league right now. He's drafting, right? He was the number one overall pick. So he's got a nice weight here between picks. So, Mikey, thank you for coming on tonight. Thank you for your support and watching episodes. And thanks for coming on here. So um, going through it, I guess... How do you feel with your start so far? Let's hear it. Can't complain. I had the 101. I picked Jonathan Taylor. So I think that's a safer bet than Christian McCaffrey. So were you thinking that, about McCaffrey at all? I one pick. Any were you thinking about McCaffrey yeah. at all? Honestly, no. I I truly think he could have a great year, but my biggest thing is I like picking safe players in the first round. Yes, That's everybody fair. can get hurt. But I look at Jonathan Taylor. He has age on his side, and I just think that it will be a better pick. Yeah, I, I always listen to both arguments. There's always like, okay, so the argument for, obviously, McCaffrey is if he's playing, let's say, even 15 games, the odds of him being the number one overall in fantasy – Number one overall player in PPR, even for like, they're they're very high. I mean, they just they, that's just how it is, and it's just looking at looking at that aspect. Like you play to win. They say you know the some people go to the strategy that I always like to mention. You know, scared money does does not make you money. So you know you want to take go all in. You want to draft who you who is the best player if they're going to play all games. But then I can also hear the bet of course or the the side that you just shared, Mikey. It's you know all first round players. You know. You win your leagues in rounds, you know, let's say four through seven, especially, or even later than that. So why not, you know, get a safe guy, get a guy with a really high floor that at least we it's perceived as. I mean, that, that that's the approach that I always that argument I can hear out. Is that kind of where you were leaning with that? Win it, win the round, win in rounds four through seven or later. Oh, I I agree with you. I really do. It's just I like trying to find those gems in between the fourth and seventh round 
like this year. I mean, I don't really want to give it away because Zach's in the same. No, league. you don't have to. But there's there's a couple guys I'd rather pick there to give me the that advantage over, especially with the 101 pick. Yeah, Zach, cut me off. What happened? Swift and Jones just went at 12-13 overall. Swift so went over. Ooh, Swift went I, at 12, so last pick of the first round. I can Jones live. Went first I like second. that. Who who did that? Uh, Justin. I like the Swift pick, too. I don't know about the Aaron Jones, but. I. Okay, well, we'll, we'll go back to our other, our other talk. But Joe, Jones, if we think about it, like I've, I've heard this one out. Jones still might be one of the biggest discounts considering – Obviously, he's going at like he's going at like a premium price there. But I'm saying discount you know if with his ADP being more late second than early second, I can understand wanting to push up on him. Considering, look the upside, you could be what's his upside? The leading receiver as a running back for Green Bay is that his upside? Right ceiling? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, if you take that there at, I, mean, I that's a pretty good role there with Aaron Rodgers. So I can see that pick there. What do you guys think about? Would you go Swift over Jones? Yeah, yeah, I w- I would too this year, especially PPR. I mean, I, I know both the guys. It just with right now, it still sounds like Jamal Williams is going to have a red zone role. So that, that my only concern is for Swift in, and I know yours is a PPR, but in non PPR setting, I would be looking with Swift. I, I'm not sure how much red zone work he's going to get, and if he can stay healthy too. So it's concerns so, jones in a contract year though right i mean because he couldn't well, he might not be well kind of i mean he's under contract next year yeah. but for cap space wise it wouldn't make sense for the packers to keep him on his contract so what, but, what i'm saying like it, it's still yeah in the aspect it, of a contract year being you have to play well in yeah. order to probably secure your job he, it's under that same narrative basically is how i'd say it but so we had cd lamb fall to the ninth pick in the second round that is who got that? Um, Zoe from ZLM. Ah, uh, ZLM. They're making good plays. I like that pick as well. Yeah. Um, couple first... auto drafters ahead, and then I took Saquon, and Kenny took Mark Andrews over ZLM. Okay. And you know, with Caden, at least I always go back to baseball. Caden took Byron Buxton, and like Caden will draft players, you know, who have the highest ceiling. That's that's kind of where how Caden rolls. That's why I'm. I would have thought he would have went land there, but maybe he sees something in Andrews. But I don't know. Zach Saquon, are you happy with where you got him? Yeah, I mean, he was one of my targets in the second round. Um, I just I would have took Lamb there if I would have got a running back in the first round. But I I just don't like going receiver heavy early. I like to have at least one or two top running backs, so that's why I took Saquon over Lamb. That's fair. Mikey, and I think Saquon has great potential this year. So, how have your first two picks gone? You happy? I know you mentioned you got JT, I, but who? I am still not on the clock. Oh, yet. you still didn't get, I didn't know what the auto drafters if we got to you yet. <laughs> no, but, but I agree with Zach. I I love going uh, running backs over wide receivers in the first round. So I mentioned this before the show started, uh, Mike, you weren't here, but uh, some guy mentioned on Twitter, I saw it. I wish I could um, check who it was, but there's a tweet that was out. Uh, a guy mentioned he did zero RB and he ended up with like, I, I'm sure it was a joke tweet, but it's still funny. Uh, he ended up with Mike Davis and Zach Moss. Cause he went literally zero RB did not draft a single <laughs> running back the whole draft. 
I know it makes me a uh, giggle too. There's a lot of good, a lot of good zero RB <laughs> stuff going on. Like that's a bit of big talk. It feels this off season, but Zach, what was the oof for? Just it wasn't really that big. Javante went at two ten. Because what are you guys' thoughts on Javante? Drew, I know I've talked to you before, but Mike, do, like, do you like Javante? I really do, and that was going to be my pick if he stayed. Uh, but now I got a – I'm not sure now. <laughs> yeah, um, mine – I still think – oh, go ahead, Mikey. I, I mean, if you're on the clock. No, there. I'm next pick, but there's there's still a running back out there that I would pick. So Zach's not, not here unless – are you worried about someone listening on the live stream? I Alex guess is up right now. Oh, yeah. If you want to put in the private chat, we have a private chat here off to the side. You can gladly contribute here. We'd love to see who you're looking at. But maybe if you're on the clock right now, it might not even matter. I mean, looking at the board right now, I think I think it's kind of obvious. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, my thoughts on Javante, yeah. though. Yeah, I, I took Fournette. Okay. Uh, there you go. Luke Edicke, blocking for him. There, week one, announced the starter. I don't know if everyone saw that. Ooh, but congrats Steve-o. to Luke Edicke. Yep. I, for some reason, I always liked him. <laughs> that was more of a fan pick then. I was I was looking to go a little risky with a different player, but. Okay. He's still so going to have his rushing upside. So it might not be the same as last season, but he's still going to have those rushing touches in the red zone. Yep. So Debo, Fournette, Taylor is your first three, right? Yep. I'd be happy in a 12 team. I'm for it. Why not? Oh, yeah. So you, you got your RBs locked down, and now four through seven, you can make some winning picks there. Make your, Alex, I always do Elliot. Ooh. Yeah. Well, Cooper Cup was drafted in the fifth round last year. I will say that every time. So leagues are one rounds four through seven. It's like. I know everyone it might sound cliche, um, but you know that's that's when it happens. Or even the waiver wire is the other one. Zach picked up a Monra St. Brown last year, wins the league. Um, yeah, I yeah. Mean, I mean, I drafted him, so it was like a twenty-some round pick in a dynasty startup. But oh no, I'm talking about um, in the podcast sixteen team one. You Did picked I have him up, Andre? No, Did I'm I talking about Monra, Amonra St. Brown. Oh, Amonra, yeah, yeah. No, not Ramadre. You, that, no. I heard Ramadre. No, Amonra St. Brown. You picked him up. Waivers. You win the league. Made some other good waiver. Did you pick up Elijah Mitchell too? I think you got both of them. Um, I'm not sure. I know it was last year, but. Caden just asked if Flex can be a tight end. So we may see him double up on tight end here. Are you letting? Yeah, Flex can be a tight end, right? Yep. We have two Flex spots, so. This is going to be interesting. So maybe yeah, he's. Think- is he gonna go like take uh, Schultz maybe? Um, well, there's a player I that Kyle I think... Pitts. Yeah, that's a double tight. Okay, How... is the lineup is it a standard or do you have an extra flex spot in there, Zach? You're doing there's two flex. Well, that's spots. interesting to me. That pick that just mm. what went through a tier. <laughs> uh, George Kittle. Kaden? Third pick of the third round. Three point three to ZLM Luke. ZLM, okay. So Z and also like with ZLM football, I mean, we always like to talk to them here on the show. They they have got when when those two have guys they like, they go for them. 
I mean, they're they will ooh. on their post too. I heard a new Dave Montgomery third round, fourth wow. overall or fourth in the third, third round? round. He's going yep. he, right now with the Khalil Herbert news. He's going mid fifth. You know that's that's something to look at. That wow, hey, like you just said, they went and got their guy. <laughs> yeah, go out. You go and get your guy. What I should have done when I wanted DJ Moore, Tyler Devote ruined it. He ruined it in multiple leagues, actually. But, um, yeah, that's that's one guy there. Um, going back to the Javante thing, Zach, I I still Melvin Gordon's my concern, which might be like they brought him back. I mean, as 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 cliche as that yeah. sounds, they brought him back. Uh, he's he's been in that offense for a couple of years. They still, I know, new coach, but overall management, they still like Melvin Gordon. And is that enough? to really hurt Williams that much. I just feel like out of all the top backs other than, um, and I don't want I'll still say Zeke and Aaron Jones. I just feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like it could be even like a Nick Chubb, Kareem hunt kind of workload, maybe even with, with Javante and Gordon. I don't see Gordon catching that many passes though, but I still feel like it could be, you know, 70, 30 is kind of what we've heard. I've heard, I, I've seen as much as 60, 40 though. And that's still. I think that's if enough. that does happen, though, that Melvin Gordon's going to be a lot more rushing attempts. So then that's going to keep Javante at the ceiling. Okay. Ooh, four, and first quarterback, 3.5. So now I'm up on the clock. Josh Allen? Yep. Yep. Okay. We can live with that. I've, I'm debating I've, between a few guys here. Let's hear him, Zach. So, well, Keelan Allen, AJ Brown. Not really looking at them, but they got Kyle Pitts, James Conner, and Michael Pittman. You in round three and a PPR? Yep. Yep. You know the rule for Pittman, Zach. It's a golden <laughs> rule. If he's there, if he's there mid round three, anytime round three, uh, you get if you don't get him there, he'll be gone next time you pick. Ooh. Um I like James Conner and I like going running backs, but his injury that really concerns me because he's never played full season. Okay. How long do you guys get per pick? If I may ask, uh, two minutes. Oh, you, I want Michael Pittman. When Michael Pittman, that was the journey to a million answer. He's wearing the hat. Uh, Jared would be proud. Um, but yeah, mid, mid third, right. You got Pittman. I can live with that. Yeah. yeah, That's when you, that's exactly what you want to get him. I mean, that's, you're you're paying you're paying the normal price. You're paying the price that you'll get anywhere else. Let's say, but not going to discount or. I think he's a premium potential. So, I, I, I guess but I'm looking at ADP wise. You're you're getting yeah, that yeah. market value. I guess is the better way to say it. But yeah, I I do too. Especially in PPR, is he going to lead the NFL in targets? He's going to be top three. I think he'll be up there. I guess Mikey, where are you looking at Michael Pittman? Are you? Are you bullish on him? Uh, I really like him this year, but he is a player that I do not go after. Okay. Because there's a there's another player that I think could go around his state his same uh you know ceiling in a little bit later. Ooh, I'm excited to see this and we will I'll let Zach send me this draft results, or, or I'll let him talk about it um, while while you're drafting. If we don't have you on here when that happens, but really hope we we can see who that player is. 
I mean, there's, of course, a few guys in that mind in those rounds, four through seven, as you guys are getting to those rounds. But, Mike, are you thinking he's going to be there at your pick yet? I believe so, yes. I do. Okay. Hmm. Can I ask a like, question here? Um, yeah, so, Adams and Diggs, who went, who went before? Or, like, can you guys go and see? Who, tell me who went first. Did Adams that? went 2.3 and Diggs went 2.5. Okay. I, I figured they were going to be close. I want to see how close. And then I also want to know, uh, Keenan Allen, did he go before or after Mike Evans is the other question. After. Really? Evans went in the second round. Okay. Alex got him at 2.11. See, I, I have never been a fan of Mike Evans in PPR. I just, the inconsistency, I feel like he's one of those guys. And I know with Godwin, I know his status, you know, there, there could be some questions there, but I guess Mike Evans, are you still taking him as high? I guess Mike, even you, are you, are you looking at him in PPR still as a guy like you want in your squad or are you looking more as standard league with the touchdown upside? I do think he's someone you still take, especially with, you know, all the wide receivers, you know, all that drama in their depth chart. But let's go. I I do for my home league I do half PPR. Okay. And I still really like him, but I I just he's another player that I shy away from. That half point might be enough for me to lean towards Evans even more. But Zach, I heard a lot go. Uh do do I need to play a sound effect like that? Like who'd you get? Travis Etienne fell to me in the fourth. That, that's a clap for Drew. Oh, we're gonna talk <laughs> about the salary cap. We get there later, Zach. I oh when I got Travis Etienne at the price I got him, I got him at the same price of AJ Dillon in a PPR league. Like you cannot beat that. A keeper yeah, league? That's good. Oh, well, see, the thing for me at that pick, I was debating between if ETN failed to me, I was taking him no matter what. Otherwise, I was debating between Brees Hall and DJ Moore. And with how many drafts won so far, I really want a running back. And I was leaning Brees Hall over DJ Moore. Yep. But so, that's going to be a tough choice for me. And with ETN falling, it made it easy. James Robinson, torn Achilles. It's hard for running backs to come back from that, but Robinson's made a speedy recovery. He's going to be ready. He's good to go week one. Does that concern you? How much? One to ten, Zach. Four. Four. Okay. Wow. Mikey, let's see. How concerned go, are you with James Robinson? I'd go with a three. That really doesn't sway nice. me a whole lot. Oh, it's a travesty. I own him now in um, – so I'm in like oh, I'm in like six leagues, maybe seven. But I own him probably in two or three of those leagues. So I'm I'm very pleased with my um, Travis Etienne shares. Uh, some of the guys who I'm very bullish on, though I, I really need more shares of. Like I've been I've been just hooting the DJ Moore horn for the last ever since the Baker Mayfield trade took place and the Cortland Sutton horn since like Russell Wilson. So that's been something, but. If it's DJ Moore against Travis Etienne, who are you taking? PPR. Oh, come on. Um, I I mean, I think I can get more than the fifth. So I'm going to say Etienne. You thought he was going to go in the fifth? DJ Moore? You went eighth pick in the fourth round. Really? I I guess after Baker Mayfield. But when you could get him in the fifth, that was some awesome value. Ooh. Um, 
Oh, it depends on my team, Zach. Those are like my top oh. two guys in the fourth round. <laughs> Mikey. What'd he do? He took Dalton Schultz. He took Zach Sky. Yeah. Shocker. Yep. I can't yeah, I, I wanted here. I love him this year. Well, I really didn't want to take Lamar, but of course, the pick right ahead of me took the guy that I wanted. So, yeah. yep, Sutton. I'm really big on him this year. Of course, that that. Oh, is that the guy you were talking? Because I just yeah. there you go. Yeah, love to hear that. I Corbin try to Sutton. draft him in every league that I'm in. That, that, that deserves some claps too. All right, Mikey, we're gonna let you go. Uh, you got you're gonna dominate the rest of this draft. Hopefully, again, we appreciate you listening to all the episodes that you do. We got guest number three here, all lined up. So, uh, have a good night and keep drafting. Yep. Thank you for having me on. Of course. Thank you. Yep. All right, Zach, you ready for guest number three? He is. He is the one who we love to talk to. It seems he's on all the time. You ready? Yeah, oh, he's getting ready. He's uh, there. He is. Hold on. Hold on. Here he is. He's coming in. There he is, Caden Youngwoo. He is guest number three here tonight. Caden, I, I compared this to the fantasy baseball one as this is kind of a similar approach we're doing here. And, uh, you know, it's always fun to have you on these episodes. You, you like to talk about your guys. You, you, have, you have those guys you're looking at. You, you chase that upside, and you're going to get that upside. But, Caden, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good, Drew. Uh, talk to Zach for a second. I'm on the clock. All right. Will do. No, I, that's how it is here. Appreciate you making some time here mid-draft. So, Caden and Mikey and Alex, all three are in the league right now. Zach also. Again, I had the, my other league. I'm the $5 one. We drafted a few weeks earlier, and we were more ahead of the game here because Zach was slacking, but that's a different story for a different time. Zach, so, so far with the team, can you read me your squad in PPR? Cooper Cup, Saquon Barkley, Michael Pittman, Travis Etienne. Ooh, I do like that a lot. Uh, my favorite pick there is Saquon, second, even over ETN. Like and the reason, oh, actually, I'll, I'll say they're tied, but still Saquon um, in the mid-second. I mean, people are forgetting this is still Saquon Barkley. I know it's more might be a more of an upside play, and you might not want to do that in the second, but I that's a league-winning pick right there. Even in the second round could be one. So, uh, Caden, is he off the clock? Caden, okay, who'd you get? Just took AJ Dillon. You know, I, like I heard Zach uh, talking about my DJ Moore pick in the fourth round. I love um, it. I, I don't like this no man's land that you kind of get into. Um, I'm drafting the fifth overall pick, and that's just such a hard pick because you're in the middle, so you can't, like, double up on a guy. So if you want someone, you have to get him. There's no, like, oh, maybe I'll get him, and then five picks later on the turn, they'll come back to me. If you want your guy, you have to get him. Um, that's why – I didn't like taking Josh Allen in the third round. I mean, i totally against the quarterback early. I like streaming my quarterbacks, but I did not like anyone else in that area at that value. And I think, you know, there's a couple of players. Like I took Mark Andrews in the second. I mean, that tight end's a premium position. You have to go for it. Ooh, I'm just drafting on – I'm a major upside, major yeah. upside drafter. I'll um, never forget. Right now, we're on pick only like – I don't know, four, uh, we're on like 53 in my queue. The highest guy that's ranked right now is 83. So wow. I am definitely digging deeper into this list than where people are going based on their ADP. You bring up some great points. I, I really enjoy the concept of just throwing the, the, the sleeper ADP, the numbers out the window. Like, like who's to say those define anything? I mean, I just think 
you go out, you get your guy, which that's something that really hurt me. And even a dynasty draft, when I already mentioned this episode, losing out on DJ Moore because the person two picks in front of me wanted the same guy in the fifth and seventh round with Elijah Moore. Also, Tyler DeVote, I'll mention your name again. Still upset. And then the asking price, again, for the trade, too high for me. So I end up just stuck without. But, Caden, I'll never forget. I always mention it still. I I should just, you know, get this audio clip and just save it on a soundboard of you talking about Byron Buxton. If if I'm taking him, I win the league. And you know what? If he would have, which, again, he as we know now, he missed a lot of time this year with injuries, low batting average. But if he would have hit in terms of would have been playing every day, we saw the upside there. I mean, that was a league-winning pick. Yeah, I just uh, saw a stat the other day that if Byron Buxton would have played as many games as Aaron Judge based on his stats, Buxton would have had like 49 homers or something predicted. And I'm just yeah. like, that's – and he has the pop. And for center fielder, that's yeah, – I mean, that's... when you think of Byron Buxton, I think of the speed and the fielding. I don't think about his pop off the bat. But, I mean, he has it all there. He just, unfortunately, like you said, he was hurt. And it didn't help me in the playoffs either. I mean – I got smoked by you, but it didn't help me yeah. trying to beat Jared for third place either with Buxton out, having to stream Garrett Mitchell. That, that That's how you know. And it was a 10-team league, but we'll go back here to football. So yes. talking still upside, uh, CMC or JT, redraft, PPR, who are you taking? You know, I really was hoping CMC would fall to me with the fifth pick. Uh, I was in a draft where I was the eighth pick and he fell to the seventh. Uh, I thought maybe there's a chance we'd have it again. People are worried about that injury, but I mean, like everyone says, the broken record, if CMC is on the field, he is the number one back all season long. There, there's no doubt about it. That's yeah. the only thing that scares me with DJ Moore is if CMC is actually healthy, that run game could take away from him. I still think with DJ Moore, though, he had four touchdowns last year. He's certainly he's due for more touchdowns with Baker Mayfield, too. As which arguably is the best quarterback he's played with for his, his young career. I don't. I love your DJ Moore pick again. DJ Moore fan club president here. Um, but otherwise, Caden, uh, I guess I wanted. To, so you would take you take CMC over Taylor, which which is fair, right? I mean, I I'm like if you're going all all for upside, why not? But with that, uh, Zach, didn't you mention there's Caden or Caden? Don't you have like was it two receivers or three running backs? What was the list, Zach, of his? Yeah, my top five. I, I know what he's talking about. So yeah, I got to hear five, about this. Um, I have JT and CMC in it. Uh, I kind of have them like 1A, 1B. If CMC's falls, like that's where I think I take them. If I have the number one overall pick, it's really a debate. But that's where I like the number two overall pick. I hate picking first overall. And then, uh, I mean, I have uh, Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup also in there. And then I don't. You know, Derrick Henry just scares me this year. So Eckler actually rounds out by top five. I have Henry at six. And then when Eckler fell to me at five, I knew I had to take him. Um, I just think the positional drop-off right after Eckler is crazy, especially in the PPR. Eckler is that upside with those receptions. Are you worried about any touchdown regression with Austin Eckler? Yeah, it, there's going to – that was not a sustainable touchdown pace. I mean – the Chargers have a high-flying offense. They're going to be, you know, scoring a lot. Um, I don't uh, – I'm going to need some help here. The rookie running back, Josh uh, – Joshua Kelly? Running, yeah. He's no, like second, third year. 
Isaiah uh, Spiller. Well, Isaiah Spiller, Spiller yeah. Sony yeah, Michelle says, also is now there. Everyone says Spiller is going to take those touches, and I just, I mean, he's a rookie, and I was reading an article earlier today that Spiller, I guess, had a couple fumbles in crucial situations in college. Um, so, you know, maybe they're not going to trust him with goal line work to start off with. Maybe he's going to be a breather back. And if you have Eckler in the game in the red zone, that's another threat because you're not just going to run the ball. You can pass the ball to them too. Yeah, I I think right now, well, now there's like four backs there really. Uh, I'd be, I'm right, I would still be fine with Eckler. I just feel right now, even with Michelle now there, that, that obviously might hurt some value here. And then even Joshua Kelly, who Zach mentioned, could be something there. But still, I think Eckler is a fairly safe pick. Look, his track record, his injury history, that's not really an injury history. I'm a big fan of Eckler as well. You know, solidified first-round pick for sure. I do want to hear now a little bit about your how your teams are looking right now. Zach, you give me your team run. Are you in the clock, Zach? He's on the I'm clock. on the clock right now. Okay, Caden, we'll go to you. Rundown. Um, my team rundowns. I'm actually in my fewest amount of leagues this year. Uh, I had to auto draft an auction draft that I wasn't able to do, and my oh. team actually came out. Oh. My team came out very good, actually. Um, I'm happy. I already made a trade in there. Uh, it's looking good. The dynasty draft. I guess JT second overall was a mistake, according to you guys. But uh, the more and more I read about getting Justin Fields, uh, I'm really happy, actually, for Fields. I think he's going to have a good year. I see that Zach already picked Kyler, so I can I can express my love for Justin Fields this year. Um, he's going to be scrambling because the Bears' line is terrible, but that I think Fields is going to have a great year. And uh, my other teams, oh, thank you, Zach. You just, this is going to be an upside pick right here. Zach just Shocker. took Chris Godwin. I want to yep. go Michael Thomas. I think I was the, debating the between team, them too. I think the I was debating between is going to come back too. this year. So and, wait, Zach. Uh, Sorry, I hate to what? interrupt you, Caden, but Godwin. You took Godwin over Thomas, Zach. Yeah. I thought. Well, was that with the with him being off the brace today? News because uh, lo and behold, I thought a few nights ago you weren't you weren't really a Chris Godwin fan. Well, I mean, I'm a dynasty holder of Godwin. I've liked Godwin. He was Tom Brady's number one option last year you could see it in the games if you need somebody you'd go to godwin so i guess yeah. that's kind of what i'm going off of i think i think that godwin has almost a safer floor so that's how that's do you think uh julio is gonna play into that offense because uh, that's that's my issue because i mean julio is julio's the guy he's still julio no matter what i th- i think that's gonna play a little bit of a role but i don't think it's as big as everyone thinks it is for me, it's look like if you think about let's let's just go back to the start of the offseason. Remember all the Russell Gage hype. Imagine for leagues like I don't know why you would, but if he drafted that early, Russell Gage was going very high in, in some I'm compared to where he is going right now. Look how much things have changed. I mean, things can still change with Julio Jones too. I'm just wondering with is he gonna have that like Antonio Brown proved in, in that Buccaneers offense, and I'm not saying Julio Jones is Antonio Brown. Um talent level right now because I don't think he is but uh, Antonio Brown has proven a wide receiver three in that Buccaneers offense can be fantasy relevant so I still think Julio Jones is going to be a component of that offense for sure yeah and I mean AB when he was on the field he definitely took off from the rest of the guys in the field their stat dipped a little bit but I mean that's just what happens like the Chargers this year I'm worried you know there's too many mouths to feed but 
you know, Lenny's going to get his touches in the Bucks offense. Fournette's going to get his touches in the Bucks off. Or yeah, I said that right. I think maybe I missed it up. But Eckler's going to get his touches in the Chargers. Lenny's going to get his touches in the Bucks. Um, you know, the only thing is touchdown dependency. But Julio doesn't get a lot of touchdowns. That's kind of been his. Last you could say Matt Ryan, season. but. Play Matt Ryan. Yeah. That, 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 that's what you have to do if you're going for Julio Jones. Like you gotta say Matt Ryan's not was not the was the guy who was limiting his touchdown potential. And then you gotta say Julio Jones now could be the wide receiver three in the offense. So I think Real he's well. worth last few picks. Go ahead. Gabe Davis just went off the first pick of the seventh round. Who, who do y'all go ahead of? Can you can you give me um, some names? Thielen still on the board. Mooney, Hopkins, Renfro, uh, Devontae Smith. Wow. No. That, that's a no for I me. That's that's a little early. I would say Allen Robinson's already off the board, right? Yeah. yeah. He went off yeah. in the fifth round. Oh, good. Yeah, okay. he's way ahead of him. So I would take Mooney over him. I can live with – I think Thielen and him, that's a fair debate. I was um, – uh, I told Zach about this new draft strategy I tried out this year. Um, we have a league with my Stevens Point friends just for fun. And uh, it's the tight end hog league. Uh, I had a late round pick on the turn. So I grabbed Kelsey Andrews for a second round. So we have the tight end flex option. And uh, that's the biggest positional advantage in fantasy football. And it always has been. And I grabbed two of the top. I consider the drop off after those two. So okay. I don't know. Let, let me hear your take right, on tight that. End and hog. I, so I can start when you say tight end flex. So is it tight end running back or wide receiver? Yes. Yes. Okay. It's a so, flex I have, and it's tight end. so I've, okay. I have a tight end, I, uh, two tight ends. I'm starting a week then uh, it's PPR, right? That it has nope. to be PPR to make this work. Okay. I can live with that. And then, Ooh, so you're basically, I mean, they, if I let's think it, you're getting two wide receiver, or you're getting a high end wide receiver and a high end tight end because other people are going to be starting a receiver in that spot. So you're banking on Mark Andrews outproducing people's wide receivers who are starting in that spot, basically. Yeah, and you know, I actually another DJ Moore. I got him as my wide receiver, and uh, okay, my other receiver I got in there I think was like Darnell Mooney. It was only an A team. Um, I'm not entirely happy. Uh, I have Hopkins on the bench too. He fell really far down. Um, so after, you know, halfway through the season, I'll get some help there. Uh, my running backs, I managed to grab, um, I know I have AJ Dillon for sure. Uh, and I'm fine with that. Cause I think he's going to steal some touchdowns this year. And I think I got Zeke. I think Zeke fell too. So everyone was worried about Tony Pollard. Okay. My concern stems now with, if it's an eight-team league, your running backs seem fairly weak for an eight-team league. But again, if if Dylan hits, if Zeke hits, and you know even Andrews and Kelsey, they could play like they could just play okay. They could just play like not have a historic year, still just finish you know top three, top B two of the top four tight ends. You know you still could make something out of it. I I don't know what I think about an eight-team league. I think in a twelve-team league, if you could pull it off, I'd be more pleased with it. Yeah, um, you know, there's also the trade value, and I don't remember who I had stashed on my bench. I think I even got – I think I have, like, Mike Williams. Like, I have some wide receivers that I, like, I'm going to shift around how they go because 
I mean, this league, everyone knows enough what they're doing, and it's just uh, I tried it, and I think I threw everyone off because I caused a little bit of an early run on tight ends on two. Like third round, we're seeing like Dalton Schultz go off the board, and Kittle and Waller, they all like went within the first three rounds. I caused some panic. Getting you on the clock. Yeah, I see that. All right, so I'll go to Zach here. Uh, Zach, what do you think about this tight end strategy? I say in a bigger league, I'm all for it. Why not? Yeah, I think it would work better in a bigger league. The only issue is, yeah, it's giving you a little bit more of advantage over most people at the tight end position. But then also, how often do you see a tight end that outproduces like a receiver, running back, whoever else you would start in that position? And you're also losing value at the other positions because the other people are going to be getting those those top options and you're going to be missing out. You just have to compare how Andrews is lining up against other receivers. Yeah. Like, because basically it's the opportunity cost of drafting a wide receiver one there to a tight end two, basically. I mean, you know, it's all about the opportunity cost there. If Andrews, if you think he's going to outperform some of those wide receivers at like the ADPs, so if you think he's going to outperform guys like even I'll say Tyreek and Debo, like those guys at the at the tight end, you know, then go for it. But I, I don't. That's just one of those you got to. Just depends on preference, and I'd say twelve team is where I wouldn't say I'd consider it, but I could understand. I could, I could, I could hear it out for a twelve team, ten team. Yeah, this Justin is just is- a this is just a losers pa- uh, punishment league. So I uh, I don't have a lot of skin invested in it, and I think I can be savvy enough with my team and my waiver wire to at least stay off that. Yeah, an eight team. Why not? Just, I just thought of it one time, so I thought, you know, heck, why not try it? Let's see what happens. Yeah, who did you get then here in this pick? Um, I grabbed D Hop. Uh, I I don't know. I just like I said, I draft upside, and uh, I'm also well. I guess Zach's in here, but and he's gonna have the pick right before me. But uh, I also don't mind looking for players that are coming back. You know, week five, six, seven. Um. I like stashing guys on my bench on my IR. Uh, I definitely am a, a holder of injured players in all my leagues right now. <laughs> so I, uh, I like having that boost, though, once they come back. Everyone's scrambling on a waiver wire because their player got hurt or something, and I have a guy just getting back. It's, it's nice to have. That's a valuable component Auto draft to look is at. not being nice to Dustin right now. Like He's how got many? five receivers and two running backs in seven rounds. Oh, he's going to be making some trades, it sounds like. Hopefully, uh, like people it. in your league are generous in the trades and hopefully can work something out there. But, you know, I don't hate it, though. Punt if, quarterback. If I look at his team, I don't hate it. I don't like the Nick Chubb pick. That, Nick that's Chubb a is a guy I've been majorly Who are the two RBs? Uh, Delvin Cook, Nick Chubb, and first two rounds, seven pick. So what if he gets if he ends up with like Madison? Okay, he gets let's say he gets one of the best handcuffs, and then maybe he, you know, gets another running back. Hopefully late. Hopefully someone can get a trade for a wide receiver. He could make that work. Quarterback though, he's gonna be doing. Uh, is Kirk Cousins Justin still there? Fields. Tom Brady's still there. Lance still there? Uh yeah. Brady, oh, Rogers, so- Dak, Stafford, Lance. He's got so, some options yet. We'll see yeah, what they what they give him. If he can get if he can get some of those guys. I know I'll I can't say wait until the defenses get auto drafted. That's always the best once defenses start no. going off the board in like the 
ninth or tenth round. Yeah, when defenses yeah, and kickers be, go. It, I just I feel bad for you know the people who unfortunately yeah. can't make it. It's just it's like, oh, it's just tough. It looks to like see. Diaz in NFL has uh, looks like he's active right now. He's made his way into the draft. Awesome, Diaz. Yeah, so we'll see. He's there. Um, I want to hear some tight end talk here because we talked about a little bit of running back, wide receiver already. So I know you guys are. We might be getting to the point where people start getting their tight ends. So I know you don't want to disclose too much, but here's one of them that I have. That's kind of maybe a dilemma, kind of not. Dawson Knox or Cole Komet? Who would you take? Dawson Knox. Or Dawson Knox went off in the sixth round. Oh, six point four. So w- would you take him at his value there or Cole Komet at his value? Is what I'm saying. Cole Komet. Okay. Caden's on the clock right now. I I and I'm I understand. I would take Cole Komet too. There we go. I I am right with you guys. Mike Kosicki, someone I want to talk about. I've been very hard on. I I got him an auction draft for a dollar. I put him up for a dollar. I was like, all right, if I take him, get him for a dollar. It's a tight end premium league too. So I was like, why not? I want him for a dollar. So I was like, okay, but I'm still not fan. Mike Kosicki's lining up as. Not in the slot right now. He's more of a tight end right now. He's blocking a bunch. So that's why I, I'm not a fan of him. But Mike Kosicki or David Njoku is the the uh, would you rather hear or this or that? I think uh, the issue with this comes into the play of, um, again, my guys I like to stash. I think David Njoku could end up being a league winner because I think he's going to be horrible to start off the season with Jacoby Brissett. Like, People are going to drop him, try and find a waiver wire darling. Najoku, if he hits waivers in any of my leagues, I'm going to pick him up if I need another tight end. Just because as soon as Watson gets back, I think that offense is going to elevate. And he could be a playoff darling. You never know. So, but if True. I took Najoku over Gasecki, I'd pick Gasecki. What's up, Zach? Start out. Drew, you'd like my last two picks. Around 7-8, I got... Chase Edmonds, Damian Pierce. Yeah. That, hold on. We got to go to the soundboard for that. That's. Oh, no. Why the chant one? No, we want the cheer. Yeah. We like that. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, I, you got Pierce in the eighth round. Yep. I was, was a little concerned. Me. So now we're. That, that's kind of like a little out of the dead zone, maybe a little bit in the dead zone. I don't know how you want to classify that. Did he go before Ramadre and Damian Pierce or, or Damian Harris? Sorry. Uh, Damien Harris went seventh round. Ramadre is still on the board. Wow. Okay. No, I, I do like that. Those, both those picks for you. Chase Edmonds, round seven. Jared, round seven. Hear that? That's kind of where you want him. But uh, round eight, also some nice value there for Damien Pierce. Uh, I'm so looking at you. You got Ayuk. So let's hear about that pick. Um. Yeah. I, uh, I'm not a big Trey Lance guy. Um, but I need someone to bridge me until Hopkins gets there. And again, I'm drafting upside. There's all been the training camp rave about Ayuk. I I think it's worth a shot. Um, I read that Kittle has been uh, kind of fading a little bit in that offense. And if that's true, um, they're not just going to be able to throw a Debo all the time. And if Trey Lance really is this guy that everyone's making him out to be, Ayuk could have a ceiling extremely high. Um, I was a little disappointed. I'm still kind of drafting wide receivers. I was hoping to get Juju on the turn last time. So uh, 
I'm just kind of stocking up because one of them are going to hit. And uh, my running backs, well, my running backs are Eckler and uh, whoever else I can scrape together here. I think you got Dylan. So you got Eckler and Dylan starting. Yeah, I'd prefer another uh, true starter. So, Zach, I know you're a big brand now, you fan. Were you considering him there over Damian Harris or Damian Pierce? Not over Damian Pierce, just because um, running back value is a lot more valuable than receivers. And I think you can find you can find some rece- receivers that are going to have startable weeks later in the draft. We said Stevenson okay. and Lance go off at 8-11 and 8-12. Oh, who got Lance? Oh, that would have been uh, Mikey. Mikey, yep. Oh, Zach. How much salt He's got Lamar and Lance now in the first eight rounds. I like that. I like it. But uh, is it four point per touch? Is it four point or six point? Yep. Four. Four. Oh, I like that a lot, Mikey. So Mikey was like, all right, running quarterback in a four point per touchdown league is going to be both those guys have top five potential, Zach. Yeah, but the thing is, I think he just went second quarterback way too early. Eighth round in one QB league. I think that's too early. I, okay. I got Trey Lance actually in round 10 in the $5 one. Very happy with it. I was shocked. But, um, you know, it was like, Caden, as you said, you're not a big Trey Lance guy. I'm concerned with how him and George Kittle are going to perform together. I always mention there are two games last year together were not good. I mean, the chemistry looked off. And just overall, George Kittle actually, a lot of people actually um, looking at boss-wise, I mean, he's a guy people mention. So, I don't know what you guys think about that. Is Kittle a guy you are shying away from? Yes, 100%. I have never been a Kittle fan because he also gets hurt. Um, You know, he just misses a game or two, and typically it's a crucial game uh, in the playoffs for fantasy that Kittle misses. I've faded Kittle the last couple of years. I don't think I've ever had a team where Kittle's been my tight end. I actually took him over Kelsey one year. It was like a year three breakout, Seti. I was like, okay. I feel like he's primed for a breakout. He he, he performed well, but he didn't um, exceed the Travis Kelsey expectations that I thought he could have. So I, I believe, Zach, you took Kelsey then. Yeah. I th- oh, Jared's I here. Year. Journey to millions, Jared. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't have him on tonight. He was getting stuff all moved in and such. But he is – he got – what do you guys think about what Jared said? I mean, he's right. Yeah. Yep. So thank you, yes. Jared. And also, we got, of course, shout out um, on Medium. I mean, it's on our link tree, so go check it out. There'll be an article up tonight by Jared Valeski about a little bit of, you know, maybe some approaches to take before you draft is the story. And um, Mikey's here. He's still listening, guys. So he came in here and he says, Ooh. I can double up with Lamar and Bateman yeah. or Lance and Debo. What do you think about that? He's a little got stack. two stacks. So. My stance on a stack and season log, I say no. And okay, but if it if it hits, Mikey, right? Playoff week, upside, awesome. But if it doesn't, I mean, those are two misses. It, it could be two misses. Um, I'm all about diversifying season long DFS. I love stacks. That's where I'd say. What do you guys think? I like stacks, but I think. Um... If I'm going to stack, I'm going to do it with a passing quarterback. He's got Trey Lance and Lamar Jackson. Both are run first quarterbacks. So I think if I'm if I'm stacking, I'd do it like 
if I took like a Matthew Stafford right here, I could have Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, something like that. What do you think, Caden? He's on the um, clock right now. Oh, I, oh. I got more surprise here that Kadarius Tony just went off the board. Who um, who took him? But, uh, so. I'm for it. Yeah. I don't mind a stack. Last year I had Lamar and Hollywood Brown, and that actually fared pretty well for me. I tried targeting them in most leagues. Uh, I definitely think stacks are worth it. Um, I drafted Josh Allen as my quarterback, and I would not draft any of his receivers besides Diggs, um, and I didn't have the chance to. But, uh, yeah, I'm kind of thinking right now that we have more receivers that have upside on the board, but uh, I only have two running backs on my roster. But I'm kind of down at the Kenneth Walker, James Cook, Melvin Gordon. That's exactly um, what I was trying to avoid. I was looking at that. I was like, these are running backs. You got to get them early because after that, it's. I was hoping to grab Damian Pierce last round. Tough. Zach, crushing hearts. Similar thing that happened in the dynasty startup. Drew kept stealing my running backs. Hey. I have all some cheers here. Seeing if we can get Jared, if he's already now, trying to see if we can get him in here for this last part. I got to go Melvin Gordon, I think. He's going to be on a high-powered offense, and if they don't trust Javante on the goal line with the fumble issues, you know maybe maybe Gordon I like some it. touchdowns. I'm for um, it. What round was that? Uh, ninth. And are, is it a 15 or 16 round draft tonight, Zach? 15. It is a 15. 15. So two thirds of the way there. It looks like. Again, we're seeing if we can bring Jared in here as we've got Caden on here. But otherwise, we're 70 minutes in right now, so we're cruising along here. Um, but draft-wise, the, uh, the good Buccaneers news today? I did. I, I mentioned it to Mikey. I already mentioned it on the episode here. Luke Gedeke starting left guard, right? Is that the? That is correct. Yeah, that's – didn't know if you saw that or not. I retweeted on social. A great day here you know, for Valders, for Wisconsin football. Just exciting stuff. Caden, congrats to you, too. Exciting stuff. Exciting day. Yeah. Um, and I want to throw on another thing. I mentioned Juju real briefly when I first joined. I think uh, Juju is going to be the league winner that falls down into the fourth round, the fifth round. I think he's going to be that guy. You think he's like this year's Cooper Cup, if I say that right? Um, I would compare him more to uh, – Man, I don't, I don't really know. Maybe like, kind of like how Brandon Cooks broke out last year at the Texans. Like, he never got really recognition, but he constantly put up touchdowns and receiving yards, and he was targeted a bunch. I think Juju's that guy. I like Juju too. Okay, and but if I were to ask you guys, which I, I mean, I like Juju too. Don't get me wrong. I don't think he's this year's Cooper Cup either, but. Uh, is there going to be uh, this year's Cooper Cup is my question. Is there going to be a guy who's in rounds four through seven? Let's say maybe not if it's just wide receiver one. Who Let's say wide receiver, um, let's say top top ten. Who's going to be that guy in four through seven? Is it, it Sutton? It's, it's got to be someone with a good top Here, tier give, quarterback. I'll give you some wide receivers in that range. Where yeah, I'm looking are. right now and I just – so I mean, rounds. Let like me throw Jerry Judy. 
No. No. Uh, we're talking Corlin Sutton as wide receiver 21, pick 56. Um, Chris Godwin. Allen Robinson. I think Sutton. I think it's Sutton. I and I. Uh, first defense goes off the board in round 10. Around nine. End of round nine. What, what defense? Auto drafted. Yep. There you I mean, go. Can you, can you still consider uh, like Tyreek Hill is not one of the the guys that's predicted to finish top? Because I think Tyreek Hill in a PPR league is going to go off because um, really? watching their training camp news, he had a lot of like check downs. And I mean, there was the deep passes too that they like to show, but watching like actual highlights of just Tyreek Hill, he had a lot of, you know, the quick slants, the quick screens, like what he was used to with Kelsey. So. I don't think he's going to finish wide receiver one, but I think he's going to be, you know, I kind of like him better than Adams this year. Bold. I'm not a big Devontae Adams believer. I know he's the best receiver in the league. Um, he just, I don't know, a new offense, new quarterback, new old quarterback. I don't know. Yeah, that's something to look at. Uh, Caden, we've had you on for a while here. We're going to let you get going. We had you on over a half an hour. Love to always talk to you. And again, I appreciate you coming on, and we appreciate all your support here. Good luck on the rest of the draft. All right. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, have a good night. You too. Zach. All right, Zach. We have our last guest. And you'll never Start. guess it. I, I reached out to him, and I got him on. You ready? <laughs> here he is, Jared Velusky of Journey to Million. He is here. Uh, on my phone. On his phone. The talk about dedication. We got him on here. Not in the normal <laughs> recording set up journey to million jared so jared how you doing tonight doing good got everything moved in um just about to settle down actually and i'm not staying here long so glad i could come on for a little bit yeah glad we, we want to fit you in here probably last 15 20 minutes probably gonna end this here at the 90 minute mark uh the rest of the draft will let it play out with zach getting his kicker and defense uh, we don't need to hear those picks but um otherwise i mean are you, I are you excited oh, go ahead Go ahead, Zach. I'll I just doubled talk. up on uh, Pat Fryermuth and Cole Komet. Who's your starter? I don't know. <laughs> See, what I was looking at there is I think both of them can uh, have like breakout seasons, get to the top 10, top 8 range. So what I'm looking to do is um, just kind of see who, which one of them that is. If they both do, I'll try and trade one. If um, if only one of them does, I can drop the other one for a waiver guy. Okay. They say greater late. In my back as a backup uh, in today's draft. There we go, uh, Zach. Read your team then. We uh, and Jared. I want to. I want you to grade it. Okay. How to grade? It's going to be good because I got Michael Pittman. <laughs> it's uh, Cooper Cup, Saquon Barkley, Michael Pittman, Travis Etienne. Kyler Murray, Chris Godwin, Chase Edmonds, Damien Pierce, Pat Fryermuth, and Cole Komet. How many teams? 12 team. CPR. Uh, sixth pick. Wow. That's actually really good. I'm not going to lie. I'd give I don't that, like... I'd give it like a B plus. Yeah. I got to get some receivers here. I only have three of them right now, so. Yeah, I mean, when did you get Edmonds? Because... <laughs> The seventh. Seventh, yeah. See, so yesterday, <laughs> receiver, running backs were going so fast, I, I had to act on them because 
The only running back Sorry. that went late was AJ Dillon. He went like ninth round, which was crazy. So wait, Riley did you get Dillon? No, I didn't. For this. You took he Edmonds went, in the fourth. Yeah, and didn't um, take Dillon in like any of the rounds five through so eight. I had three running backs and I had like one receiver, so I had to get re- receivers. And then it came to like round eight, and I was like, should I get him? And that took I think uh, I think that's when I got. Brandon Cooks, um, and then uh, literally the pick before me in the ninth, my brother he took him right before I got the pick, so I was you, mad at myself. You should take him in the sixth, seventh, eighth. Yeah, I should have. I really should have. Ooh, Tyler Algier just went off at the last pick of the tenth round. I who took that? Oh, that would be Mikey then. No, yep, was Mikey. it not me? It was Mikey. Was okay. Mikey. So that or so Jared, there. This is their league going on right now, the twenty dollars yeah. listener league going on. Are you excited for our best ball draft that we'll be doing when we go live for J two M? And with that, which we'll talk about the dates and stuff, what time exactly we'll be live again? That'll be up on our Instagram. We've been I've been posting dates, times when we, when live streams are taking place. So I like Drew's baseball crew is right before this. It's been a wild night here, a lot a lot of fun here. But I was talking a little bit about the auction drafts. You know, Jared, would you ever have any interest in joining an auction draft? I've never done an auction draft before, but um, I'd have to, like, do some mocks before I did an actual one for money. But it's the same thing with best ball. Like, I just did my first best ball draft just, like, this year, and it was a $25, the underdog one. Um, I don't really want to just jump into something, so I'd have to probably, like, look at how they work first because I'm not too familiar. But... I would be down to do it, yeah. Just all about, you know, I'm um, getting players for good value. There's a lot of strategies you can do. So what I did, this is how I roll, and I, I'm not not a lot of fun to play with an auction draft because I'll I'll throw out some kickers and defenses. I'll throw out the number one kicker, number one defense. I'll make people, instead of spending the dollar that they would get them later, spend money going to bidding war for them right away <laughs> when everyone has money. Uh, Bill's defense went for $4? Wow. Out of a $300 budget, which might not seem like a lot, but at the end, every dollar counts. Mm-hmm. And people are getting top, uh, like other defenses that are consensus top 10 even for a dollar. So I was yeah. like, okay. Justin Tucker went for, I think, a couple couple dollars too. I got, I'm going to hit him next, like maybe 4 or $5 too. See, my draft today went the way it should. Not a single person took a kicker before the 16th round. And then the 16th round was all kickers. Justin Tucker, Evan McPherson, they all went in the 16th round. Yes. That's how it should what about, be. What about defense? Defense, the top one was Bills at like round 12, but then Ooh. like everyone else went at like 14, 15, or I think 14 or 15 were most others. I say it should go, the top defense should go third last, so round 14, round 13, depending on what, if you're playing 15, 16. And mm-hmm. then like there's only. Maybe you could even make the ta- the case for like guys like Justin Tucker to fall in there, uh, but I would prefer yeah. defenses like like exactly how you said, Jared. That's how sh- it should be, and glad to hear that's how it operated. But um, looking through, do you have any other leagues you got to draft for? Are you all good to go now? Uh, all eight of mine are ready to go. Eight? That's it? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I, I think I'm wrong. Sleeper, three on sleeper, two on ESPN, one on Yahoo, one on Underdog, and then the Fantasia. Jared, do I take Naeem Hines? What pick? 11th round. I only have three receivers, but I have four running backs right now. No. Who are your receivers, Zach? 
Chris Godwin, Michael Pittman, and Cooper no, no. Cole. Who are the receivers available, sir? Oh, um, got a Julio Jones, Tyler Boyd, MVS, uh, Jarvis, Devontae Parker, uh, uh, Romeo Dubes or Dobbs, Dubes, 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 Zach. <laughs> I said Dubes, yeah, Zach, Rondale Moore. Um, no, there's you might need to go Hines there. Really? I, I would consider... Oh, wait, who's the first receiver you mentioned? That was the one I wanted. Julio Jones? Yes. Yes. Him. Mm-hmm. Julio With Jones. Brady, I guess. Zach, we just talked about it here like a few minutes, like 20 minutes ago. AB produced at the in that wide receiver three role. But you're banking on exactly what we said. Jones I think got Godwin. Okay. That's fine. I'd go Heinzen. Or it could take Alexander Madison too. Uh, you don't have Delvin Cook. Why? Do, why? Why should you? Why should that matter? Because Delvin Cook gets hurt. I have Madison. Then I don't know. I, I just I feel like that's weird. You're not you're not playing to win. Then Zach, you're just in a handcuff for another guy. You're, you're not playing to win. You're playing on Delvin Cook getting hurt. Did uh, did I tell you about my draft yesterday? I got CMC fourth overall. That's dub. But yeah, well Henry Very standard Henry wasn't it? It was standard, yeah. I got CMC. That's why he was falling. But if my team stays healthy, I have a good chance of winning or at least getting, like, top three, I think. Well, Jared, again, I hate to disclose things we talked about that, in the though. group chat. You guys, yeah, you guys but Edmonds was just a reach. I had, they, to get a, I had to get a running back. If your league decides, like, hey, let's do PPR because we feel bad for Jared, I think you're, you're top three. I, I have good top PPR three. drafts. But you have a really good PPR team, Jared. Else, Too bad yeah. top PPR. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but, uh, that, I'm not good at drafting standard. I don't play standard. It's hard to. Really. Yeah, you're, you're looking at touchdowns. You're looking at touches. You're looking I got at Pittman, Kelsey, and CMC. All great PPR players, but nothing really for standard. I mean, so Zach, this is more of a your you question right now. Who are your top two teams right now in the draft? Who are two teams that are standing out right now? Ooh, um. I didn't look at him that close. Well, look and tell us why. <laughs> I don't have access to it. While we're talking about that, you guys saw uh, Bakhtiari's playing week one, right? The news? Thank you, Jared, for disclosing. I actually didn't see that was official, yeah. but awesome yeah. to hear. Yep. September 11th is that game. At, I, I did a little preview on episode 78, so on the podcast, so you can go check that out. Yeah, it says um, he's on track to start. So. We'll cool. let Zach get those two top or his top two teams that he likes right now. Drew Zach's gonna say his own. That would be Zach. That would be a Zach move, or that'd be a Jared move too. Yeah. Um, I like uh, both the ZLM teams. Uh, they both went super late quarterback around ten and eleven, so they just their positional um, positional players are really good. Like Luke, you got. Uh, CMC, Javante Williams, and he's got J.K. Dobbins, Rashad Penny as his next two running backs. And he's got Mike Williams, Juju, and Traylon Burks, Javante Smith, and then he's got George Kittle too. So I think his positional players are going to be really good. And then Zoe, she has Justin Jefferson, C. Lamb. So two, I think, top five potential receivers. Jefferson's pretty much a top five lock. I don't like the David Montgomery. I think that has a little bit of a reach. That was Bears. Remember, Zoe's a big Bears fan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then Brees Hall, fourth round. I like that pick. And then around six and seven, she went Clyde Edwards Hilaire and Damien Harris. I like the Clyde pick. I think he's he's a little slept on. Um, if you look at his numbers when he has played fantasy-wise, he's been solid. Uh, Damien Harris, don't like him. But then like Christian Kirk, Darius <laughs> Tony, I like those two picks as well. Upside plays a receiver. Yeah, I'm all for it. So I guess I, I put those in my top two. Zach, Zach, you said that you like the Brees Hall pick at four. Is he Fourth not? Their, he's not their starter, right? Yeah, it's it's Michael Carter, right? Yeah, yeah. right now, or at so, least right now. Yeah, he was getting faded in like all my drafts because people did not want him at all. Like how late? Like fifth, sixth. Oh my god! I'm taking Hall. If yeah. Hall's there in the fifth, yeah. I take him. I don't care. Is you go ninth pick in the fourth round? So towards the end of the fourth round, I think people are getting a little cautious just because he didn't play good in the preseason. He didn't look good. Well, Carter always snapped him. It said, yeah, but Jamar Chase didn't play well to start. Come on, yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not buying the preseason. Then you can't make that mistake again with Jamar Chase. Like uh, I was like people like analyzing it, like oh he's having drop problems. How's this gonna translate? Can't make that mistake again. So. You know, yeah, I, a little. There's and, there's some concerns, but I mean, fourth round, you can get a, a starting running back, and just look at his skill set. He has potential to be a three down back. So mm-hmm. if you can get a three down back in the fourth round, I mean, why wouldn't that's, you take that? And sure. I'd say that's more of a play. Like you, you are confident making the playoffs if you're taking him there, E two, because I, I feel like he's going to be coming back near the end of the year too. Like he's going to be play. I think his biggest weeks are going to be when you need him most, too. So. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I'm if you're trying to like, if you're not confident in your team, you're not going to take him because you need him for the playoffs. But if you're not even going to make the playoffs, it's like not going to be really, really useful for you. Zach, can I ask? Is Daryl Henderson available yet? Alex took him at the end of the tenth. Love that pick because again, I mean, it's I just look at guys like is Cam Akers. How is he going to perform those first few weeks? Is he going to be? I mean, uh, who just tweeted this? Someone just sent out a tweet. Um, the Rams injury report for week one came out. The only person on it is Van Jefferson with the knee injury. Okay. Stafford's not on it. Henderson, Akers, none of them are on it. I don't so, think it's more of the being injured part for Akers. It's more of just the, the risk that he's going to get re-injured with the Achilles. Right? Was it ever a question that he's going to play? Well, it's no, just how he's going to return, and, yeah. and like there's he had some, some injuries in the in like yeah camp preseason. He had some mm-hmm. minor injuries. Same with Henderson yeah. though. So yeah, yeah, that's where I'd I'd look at it too. Um, what round are we in right now, Zach? You're in round twelve. Okay, sixteen rounds I'm on the clock right 15. now. Fifteen. Nine we're we're going to wrap up here at round. the ninety minute mark. So in a few minutes here. We'll be on our way again, but that's how it is. Zach, you, we will make sure we get your team out on social media. Great. Do a little comparison. Your team, my team, Jared's team. I know the roster's construction is a little different, so we might have to do it. The comparison's a little different, but we'll we'll make it work. We'll get that up. Drew. What's up? Just took Devontae, Devontae Parker in the 12th round. You did? 12th. Yep. That's, that's nice. I like it. Like I got um, him in like the twelfth in one of my leagues, or thirteenth. That's nice. I'm for it. Why not? Why? Why not take? 
you know, worst case, that's more of a higher ceiling. And that's what you want in those late rounds because, you know, worst case scenario, that that Patriots offense could be an absolute mess. I mean, they could just run the ball a bunch. Uh, Mac Jones could look, you know, just look not good in that in that offense. I mean, that's that's at least what we saw in the preseason out of camp. But if Parker hits, you know, him and Jacoby Myers are the two I always I, – I, I don't know. But I, I I like Devontae Parker there. You know that, like, on Madden, I think all Patriots receivers are, like, 88s. Like, they're all the same overall. Really? Parker, Bourne, and uh, Myers. That's something. I did not know so that. I, I just want to verify this. Uh, Deshaun Watson will be back week 12, correct? Correct. 13, yes. right? Isn't well, it 13? Oh, well, Zach, 11 weeks plus a bye. Week 13. Yeah. So yeah. it'd be week 13. Okay. So you're getting him yeah. for your fantasy championship if you get there, Zach, or your fantasy. Well, playoffs. we're seeing because I got Kyler Murray here and uh, his bye week? is week 13. Okay. Okay. But you also have Kyler Murray when Kyler Murray gets DeAndre Hopkins back. I mean, you're going to have to make that choice. You got to have Hopkins or you're going to have. I mean, have... I'm just saying if I could have Watson as my backup here. Yes. Yeah. And that would. Be a good backup in the sense, but yeah. what about those first 11, 12 weeks? Mm-hmm. I got Kyler. No, I'm, so. And Kyler goes down, then you don't have a backup at all. That's, the that, thing. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, that'd be an issue, but yeah. <laughs> uh, Jacoby Brissett, Zach. <laughs> Jacoby yeah. Brissett. I'm sure you can still get, like, Kirk Cousins, right? No, Cousins went 10th round. What about, like, uh, Winston? So quarterbacks are left. Um, Tua, Tua, Justin yeah. Fields, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, Matt Ryan, Watson, Mayfield. Uh, uh, I heard Big the hit. guy. Don't say Matt Ryan. You heard Matt, Matt Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> well, you have Pittman. You could, you could stack him with that. If you if you really Matt Ryan. To. I think you at this point, no matter who I take, Kyler's going to be starting. Yeah. So. <laughs> maybe Matt Ryan in a good week. You know, maybe Jared has some influence here. Maybe, yeah. No, maybe. No. All right. We are at an over the 90 minute mark. So I do want to thank everyone for coming out who came out tonight to came to come talk with us. Alex, Mikey, Caden, Jared here at the end. Thank, thank you, Jared, for making yep. the trip here on Melon to come talk with us. We do appreciate it. But um, it, it's been a lot of fun, Zach. Hopefully your draft still keeps going well. And I mean, I went through the announcements, Instagram and Twitter at Drew Sports Crew. Facebook and YouTube, Drew Sports Crew, fantasy football questions. We answer them, as you see in the chat, but also hats at at Drew Sports Crew contact or any of us if you are interested in buying some hats. Look, Journey Million hats, Jared and Zach are in, look awesome. I got the Drew Sports Crew. But otherwise, do you guys have anything else here before we wrap up? No, thanks for inviting me at the end here. Of course. Zach, thanks for, thanks for staying on here this whole way. Sounds like your draft's going very well. I like your team a lot. Yeah, no? happy with oh. it. There you go. <laughs> Zach said words. Awesome. And that's going to wrap it up for all three of us. So thank you all for listening to, uh, to yet another episode of Drew's Sports Crew, our fantasy football chat with everyone. And, yeah, it's the perfect podcast for you. Thank you, everybody. Good night.